Hey, Tricky, what offends you? Um, well, when you're at, say, sporting events, Blues games in particular, and people that just stop in the middle of the fucking hallway and don't just, I don't know, walk over to the side to talk, they just stop. That offends me. Get out of the way! And welcome to Offended, presented by the Anything But Credible Network. It's your boy, Tricky, alongside the bitch, Katie Katie, Naked Lady. What the fuck? <laughs> You're a fucking bitch. Oh yeah, the bitch. Hey, that movie. I'm just quoting a movie. Um, I didn't actually call you, yes, you the did. B word. Yes, you did. I did not. I don't know the movie. Oh yeah, the bitch. Who do I sound like? Yes, Satan. Oh, sorry. Thought you were someone else. I don't know. Ace Ventura. Oh, okay. Because he's talking about a dog. Oh, yeah, the bitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I know I've seen the movie. It sounds familiar, but there's no way I'm going to pull that movie out of my ass. I thought you would. So you didn't like that intro? No, I didn't fucking like that intro. You want to retry it? No, because you're going to make it worse. <laughs> I already can tell you're going to make it worse. So no, no thank you. I would never. Why would I? I'm so nice to you. No, you're not. I'm just in a gleeful mood today, let me tell you. And Team Portnoy, all the way, baby. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. Team Portnoy. All right. AEW Full Gear is this weekend, tomorrow night, by the time this comes out. And shaping up to be a pretty decent show. I'm not going to lie, though. I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm kind of happy it's we didn't get this. It's not that great of a show. I mean... It looks it looks really good. It's going to be great. AEW always puts on great pay-per-views. It's just, I think Revolution is going to be better because I think they're going to have a little more time to build to other stories. I think we were so just lost in the moment that we have, oh, my God, we have Brian Danielson. Oh, my God, we got Adam Cole. Oh, my God, CM Punk. Like, so that's, many, oh my God. To, that's finally settling now to where we can actually see them in real stories and look at, like, punk and kingston now they sold this fucking match within two weeks notice and they sold it unbelievably it mm-hmm. feels real mm-hmm. like i don't want their i don't depending on the match i don't want this rivalry to be over post full gear you want them to keep beating the shit out of there, each other this fucking like you said on wednesday night it f- looks and seems real yeah the parking garage yeah. brawl or whatever it the, was uh what many 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 wrestling journalists are saying um, was one of the best wrestling promos of the last 10 years between Damn. CM Punk and Eddie Kingston. And your boy, not a big deal, was just front and center during <laughs> most of that. They showed a hype video package on Wednesday night on Dynamite, and I'm just all over it. And it's fucking hilarious. So if anybody ever revisits the Punk Kingston like story or anything like that, I'm going to be on it. I'm a part of it. I'm a part of history for the second time. You're going to be showing your kids in 20 years. Yeah, and be like, hey, look, at look first, this is your dad. He's famous. Yeah, look at me. Uh, John Moxley walked right past me at All Out, but guess what? I was staring face-to-face with Eddie Kingston and CM Punk at AEW Rampage. Not a big deal. Yeah, I was on TV the entire show. <laughs> they might. They should have been paying you. And Tony Khan, where's our paychecks? How about Pepsi Man going fucking viral? Thanks to Danhausen, not a big deal. And then we got... 
my sign, hi Larry, hi Billy, that that went viral for me, for us three. We loved it. And then <laughs> we got Budge. I mean, you talk about the fucking perfect sign placement at the right time for John Silver. You were ready. I mean, that was perfect. Like when he yells out Budge and the camera zooms out and my sign pops up, it's perfect. Like I'm talking like cartoon perfect. Like, you know, like in cartoons, like especially like Spongebob, I feel like it hasn't been Spongebob, or maybe it was Looney Tunes what I'm thinking of. Like Roadrunner would always throw up like a sign because he doesn't speak. Yeah, it's Roadrunner. Yeah. I felt like I was Roadrunner holding up the budge sign. (laughs) Like, I'm literally like, I'm Roadrunner. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Me, me. Um, But (laughs) I love both of those. But one that's very near and dear to my heart was the remastered Jet Set Radio because that is like one of my all-time favorite video games. And it's just a thing now where wrestling fans are bringing in video game signs so that way they can get on Botchamania. I don't care about being on a Botchamania. I just wanted to bring a fucking video game sign because I'm a nerd. And the funniest part about it is when I held it up, like really held it up, was during the dark match between Nick Camarado, it was Nick Camarado and Aaron Solo versus Too Fast, Too Fuego, which is Fuego, oh, Fuego God. del Sol, and Fuego Two. Fuego Two. I I think it's Evil Uno's Fuego Two. I'm not sure. I don't know who it is. <laughs> so funny. all I know is I hate it's him. So funny. I already hate him. <laughs> okay, well, time out on kayfabe. It's so funny that people hate Cody Rhodes, but when he <laughs> dresses up as Fuego Two, they are love him. Like, oh, and the way God. he runs down to the ring, too, is fucking <laughs> hilarious. And I love that on Sammy Guevara's vlog this past week, they had, um, oh, what's his name? Oh, shit. Uh, the captain, Sean Dean. He was fucking dressed up as Fuego, too. Sean Dean is black. <laughs> so, and Cody's sitting right next to Fuego. And he's like, whoa, you got Fuego, too, sitting next to you. How about that? It's just like... <laughs> It's just so funny. It's so stupid. So I clever. love it. I love it. It's just goofy fun. But that, when Nick Camarado's out and he's posing at the crowd, I held my sign up, Remastered Jet Set Radio, and the perfect time again, as he's like, looks like he's like cheering on the sign. Well, that sign went viral Tuesday night, thanks to a wrestling Twitter handle that's like followed by like thousands. I, they might be millions. Like wow. wrestlers follow them. Like, because it's always they just post gifts of like what happened throughout the night, mm. and they a lot of those gifts get reused again, or they just post pictures. And the tweet was here. I have it right here. Let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Stall. Stall. Mark Stall. Stall. Eric Stall. Stall. Jordan Stall. You have Stahl. to name all those. You have to learn the hockey players. Yeah, I don't know any of the stalls. Well, learn them. Uh, I'm not Jim. Learn it. Look it up. It's not that hard to. Google search Stahl Brothers Hockey. Okay, so TD, TDE Wrestling at TDE underscore GIF said, I like to think this is less Nick Camarado posing for his entrance and more for his jubilant approval of that remastered Jet Set Radio sign. Hashtag AWDark. <laughs> Nick Camarado himself retweeted that, quote retweeted that, and said, the Dreamcast deserved so much better because he was in approval of that sign. Oh. <laughs> It's just awesome. It's just so cool to see that all these big fucking wrestlers now are just fucking nerds. And I love it. You were ready for it. And there's so many quote tweets on all these. They're like, oh my God, what a fucking sign. Like, they're like, this is, this is amazing. It literally, and one of the quote tweets was, it literally had a game 
where your character is cum. That whole fucking console needs to be a full reboot of silly cum semen game. Semen the sh- sh- I didn't know that was a real game. Okay, he's not saying Jet Set Radio. He's saying a different game. Okay. I did, Semen to Shenu. I don't know. He's like, Jet Set Radio? What a fucking game. Like, people are just, like, saying, like, loving Jet Set Radio. Like, I... What a night for me. I mean, I thought... I brought three signs in particular that went fucking viral, or at least, like, was acknowledged everywhere. Thousands of people. That's just a wild... This is a wild thing to think about. You're famous. It's just wild. You're really, really famous. It's just, it's crazy. It is crazy. Um, so yeah, your move, Botchamania. We'll see if I make my debut on that next. I'm a commodity right now. Oh God! Wherever I go, AEW puts on one of the best shows you'll ever see. <laughs> that's for sure. I mean, all out. And then people are literally saying that Rampage, that episode of Rampage, was one of the best episodes of Rampage ever done. Tony Khan had to make it the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And he uh, said, "I'm so sorry." I mean, obviously, it doesn't top the last or the first dance because. Nothing will ever top that. Right. But that was just one moment. You don't remember the rest of that show. You remember a lot of things from the last show of Rampage. Right. From the opening match to the promo to the main event. Like, that was a fucking great Rampage. Remember all of it. Let's get into full gear. Start off pre-show. We got Nyla Rose and Jamie Hayter versus Hikaru Ishida and Thunder Rosa. Are these predictions? Yes. Okay. Who's the champion, by the way? Is it Jim? I think it is Jim. Taking that title back this week. Good luck. I know. Um, I'm going to go with Hikaru Shida and Thunder Rosa. I think Jimmy Hader takes the pinfall on this. I'm going to say Shida and Rosa as well. Yeah. I just don't see how any other way that match goes about. All right. On to the main show. We got a tag team match that was just announced this past week on Dynamite. We have Pac and Cody Rhodes. Versus Malachi Black and Andrade El Idolo. Oh, God. Um, I'm going pack. Um, excuse me. I'm going Malachi Black and Andrade El Idolo. Because Andrade hasn't really wrestled yet. I mean, he's wrestling more. I know, sure. but he's not had like a big win or a big. Yeah, he really. Because his big win was supposed to be at All Out and Pack was having travel issues. So, yeah. I, Andrade, I think, is getting the win. Yeah, I think so, too. No, Malachi Black, neither of them have had a pay-per-view match yet at yeah. AEW. Because Cody can take the loss. Pat can take the loss. Right. No, I'm, yeah. I know. I'm, I'm just, just saying yeah. I feel like Andrade needs it more. Just, oh, just I think to him solidify. And, I think him and Malachi yeah, both need it more. Just to solidify their yeah. badassery in the company. I agree. You know I said what I said before? I take that back. This pay-per-view is going to be fucking awesome. Fuck you, AEW. <laughs> Um, next up, I mean, I'm literally looking at the card. I'm like, there's not a bad match on here. The only one I'm have a question mark on is this next one, and that's the Minneapolis street fight between the Inner Circle versus American Top Team and Men of the Year. Oh. It's the only one that I have a question mark on, but I still feel like I trust Jericho enough to make it fun. I think Inner Circle's winning. They need a big win. Yeah. They Are we going to have the same... Thing all the whole time uh, i don't know there's one match in particular on here that i'm like 50 50 split on yeah i'm gonna go inner circle yeah me too because the other two are just not yeah they're not main people yet they will be they will be actually i think ethan page will be more than scorpio sky but uh, jericho looked like he was getting pissed at everybody in that segment on wednesday night like 
like he was like crawling on his back and you can tell he's like looking at them like hit me like hit me again hit me again he gets put through a table and jericho's like kicking his feet like at the table and like pushing the table down normally when jericho does that he's pissed like he's not because he's not really selling he's like motherfucker like (laughs) take my aggression out he did not look happy but yeah in a circle all the way um next up we got Falls Count Anywhere Trio's tag team match. This match is going to steal the show. Yes, it will. We got Jurassic Express and Christian Cage versus the super click with the Young Bucks and Adam Cole Bay Bay. Oh, fuck. Excuse me, Budge. I don't know who's going to win. Oh, super click. This is Adam Cole's first pay-per-view match. Super click is winning. Without a doubt. Okay, I'll go super click. I don't know. Why are you going with me? You can go with whatever you want. I know. I just your logic makes sense. Like I just you have know. those four pillars of AEW with Sammy Guevara, Darby Allen, MJF, and Jungle Boy. But Adam Cole, I think, is your real fucking future of AEW. I think you build the company around him. Because he is so fucking over. He might be the most over wrestler they have aside from CM Punk. And that's just, that's only because CM Punk is CM Punk. Adam Cole is getting pops out the ass as a heel. Finger popping his asshole. He's one of the only heels on that show that gets a fucking positive reaction. He's the only one because they actually do a good job of like separating the heels and faces unless you're wrestling Cody. Then the heel always gets cheered. But well, actually (laughs) not not this past week. They cheered for him when he came down the ring. That's true. Um, but yeah, super click. That's my pick. That's your pick. Yeah. Next up, let's go singles match. Darby Allen versus MJF. This one, this one's a toss. I'm going to say Darby. I'm going to say MJF. Okay. We at least have one different one. I think MJF needs a win. I think he's he does. lost the last two pay-per-views. I think he does too, but I think Darby's won the last two. <sighs> Darby's been getting his ass kicked though. Right, but I still MJF hasn't won a pay per view since I think full gear last year because he lost at Revolution too because it was a tag match between with him and Jericho versus the Young Bucks for the tag titles and they lost that also. MJF is zero and three in the last three pay per views. He's totally due for a win. Okay, it's my opinion. I mean, he is due. I just, I just, I'm gonna say Darby and just wait until he becomes world champion. If you oh, think what God. he's saying is bad now, just wait until he's the main event. It's going to be 10 times worse. Yeah. I almost think you turn him face for him to win the title because the crowd's going to be behind him if he's going to win the title. That's my opinion. Uh, next, let's go. Damn. Let's do it. CM Punk, Eddie Kingston. CM Punk. Yeah. Uh... See, I don't know. I could totally see them pulling a swerve and having Eddie go over. At... Because Eddie would be oh. Eddie would be perfect to hand Punk his first loss. Oh, fuck. This isn't the match that I'm split down the middle on, by the way. I'm, I'm doing Eddie. I'm doing Punk. Uh, I'm doing Punk. Oh, God. Jim's going to kick our asses. I just have a feeling. I don't, I don't know. But, I mean, let's go. This match has got me fucking hyped. And I wouldn't be surprised if you kick off the show with this. That or end it. No, you, no you're ending with the title. Mm. You, there's no way that that doesn't main event. Okay. Okay. Um, next, let's go AEW tag, World Tag Team Championships. The Lucha Brothers versus FTR. 
Um, FTR. Lucha Bros, 100%. Why? Because FTR beat them for the AAA tag titles. I, don't, oh, I can't see never mind. Lucha Bros losing. And I think there's going to be a big blow-off match between the two for both titles oh, okay. at the same time. Yeah, and then maybe right. FTR wins then, but I, I don't see FTR winning this week. Okay, I switch it to Lucha. Lucha Bros, all right. Let's go uh, AEW Women's Championship match. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, defends against Ty Conti. This is the one match on the show that really doesn't have a, like a good story behind it. Um, it's kind of just it's like, hey, Ty Conti's our number one contender. All right, she's wrestling Britt Baker. Because really, Britt Baker's still almost rivaling with Thunder Rosa more yeah. than anybody. Yeah. So I'm going... I'm going Britt Baker. Me too. She ain't losing. I don't think she's losing that title anytime she's soon. She's not losing it, losing it until until Thunder Rosa. I think until there's a big storyline pushing up for it. I think she loses the title of Thunder Rosa for sure, hundred percent. They have the best chemistry between the two, and you can build those two almost. I think you can make them like The Rock and Austin. Probably, yeah. Like a rivalry like that that goes on forever. Next, two matches left. Okay. This is the match. Well, I'm going to talk about now. This is the match that I think I'm so split down the middle, and you're going to be surprised. It's the finals in the AEW World Title Eliminator Tournament, and it's Brian Danielson, excuse me, Daniel Brian Danielson versus Miro. I would not be surprised one bit if Miro wins this match. It becomes number one contender. He's been, I mean, his promos have been like, Fucking scary. Yeah. And he's like getting over. He's getting like, he's getting over like almost how he, not as big as he was in WWE, but he's getting over as a monster fucking heel. Almost as if that's what they were going to do with Brody. Mm. And he is, his promos where he's like, is Brian, do you know my God? Do you know who my God is? Because if you do, can you tell me if he's messing with me? Or if he's challenging me. And he's like, and he keeps calling the title his wife. Yeah, he does. And But the best was Dynamite. In that last promo at the very end, he goes, I need you to, what do you say? I need you to. I need your di- your wife to die so mine can live or something. Yeah. Something fucked up like that. Yeah. And it's kind of funny because I feel like that was kind of a small, tiny shot at WWE. Mm-hmm. 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 I don't know if you said so. You know, she needs like to die so I can live. Or it's she something, can live. but it's something it's, like that. Yeah. It's something along the lines of that. And the way he said, it, I was like, "Damn!" But at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if Danielson wins because it's Brian Danielson. Like the, I'm are, saying Miro. I, I'm, I'm going with Miro also. Okay. Um, because I think the original plan obviously was going to be John Moxley versus Danielson in the in the finals, mm-hmm. and they were gearing towards Moxley turning heel. And I think so Moxley. They need a heel to. I think Moxley was going to turn full blown heel and win because I think mm. they were going to give Brian's first loss to Moxley because that makes sense. Yeah. Because Moxley is pissed and he wants his title back. But by the way, get well soon, John Moxley. Um, and what Punk said about him last week still is the best. He's like nobody should be angry at John Moxley. If anything, you should be damn proud of him because I'm goddamn proud of him. Yeah, it's his like brother. It's mm-hmm. His brother. In the main event, the main event of all main events, a story told over three years, literally 
a three-year story is coming to an end this Saturday night. I got goosebumps thinking about this. I have literal goosebumps. In my time of being a wrestling fan, I have never seen a story told more perfectly than the one that we're witnessing right now. This is the... This is how wrestling should be told. This is a slow, the best slow burn story ever told in wrestling. Literally a story about having dreams of one day becoming the champion, telling everybody you're going to become the champion. Failure. Fucking hitting rock bottom. Losing your friends. Becoming an alcoholic. uh, Not trusting anybody finding another group of friends who also hit rock bottom, working together, making new friends, building each other up, rebuilding each other, getting back to the point of loving people again and trusting people again to the point where you're back focusing on your dreams again. You get cheated out of like redeeming, like hitting that redemption. You get cheated out of it, but your friend, your new friends still back you up while now you realize that your old friends never liked you to begin with. If you really think about it and look back on it, they never liked you and they used you to protect them. And now you're back, you have redemption, and now you have a chance to become, to fulfill like your dreams this Saturday night. Like this is over three years being told. This is literally a movie. Like this is so well done. And I don't think we'll ever see another story ever told like this ever again. This is perfect. This is literally a 10 out of a 10 for me. Before the match has even happened, yeah. it's a 10 out like, of a 10. And to bring it all full circle, no pun intended, full gear, inner circle, no pun intended. Um, to bring it all full circle, back when his fake friends were being assholes to him, this goes back to the very first all in, the very first one, not all out, all in that we want to. Mm-hmm. The whole build to that pay-per-view was they were telling Hangman, you cannot wrestle in your gear because you're not full gear ready. You're too fat. You're not good enough. You can't be, you can't do it. When he was always full gear ready, he was always that ready. That was the joke, yeah. That was the joke. But they were still being mean to him for right. no reason. This is literally so perfect. And what pay-per-view could he potentially win the championship at? Full. Full fucking gear. Fucking gear. This is Perfect. This is perfect. This is the way it should be. My pick is Hangman to win the championship, finally to win the championship and become the next AEW world champion. Hot take, he's going to lose it quickly. What do you think? I think he loses it to Miro. Ah. I think it was supposed to be Moxley. That makes sense. Everybody else has had a long title reign. We haven't had a short title reign yet. Well, and he's got a baby, so... I don't know. I just, I would not be, I think they're going to pull like the massive, like, holy shit, he just lost the title. And I think Miro's the perfect person to fucking do that. Yeah, I agree with that. Because then it's like, you can maybe even replay, like, he's like, oh, fuck. And Dark Order would be like, don't, please don't go back to rock bottom. You can, you got this. Go beat him. Go get your shit back. Like, I think they're, he's going to, they're going to tease him, be like, no, 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 you're not doing it again. Right. We're going to help you this time. I don't know. I'm excited. And after the contract signing on Wednesday night where Kenny Omega hit him, he started bleeding. He signed Kenny Omega signed the contract in Hangman's blood with his finger. That's disgusting. Oh, it's fucking good. And Don Callis came back on Wednesday night. It was perfect. He was the hidden cameraman that hit Omega over the head of the camera that made him bleed. Fuck. 
full gear. God damn, I take everything I said back. Full gear. I just I keep telling myself it's not going to be good because I'm not going anymore. So it's going to be a fucking great pay per view. It's not going to be better than All Out. <laughs> well, because you're not there, so tiebreaker. Yeah. Does the fiend show up? His ninety day no compete clause is over. And then he started filming a horror movie this week, by the way. Yep, he does. We're finally, by the way, remember what I said? I really want to see him in a horror movie or like in a movie. Mm-hmm. Well, it's happening. He's filming a horror movie. That's like a Japanese like tradition. It's like horror porn almost in a way, <laughs> but it's like very well like received with the Japanese like culture and it's stuff. It's like a sub sub. Yeah. And he's like the villain in it. Ah, but I'm also going to say yes. I think he debuts. Okay, so maybe that's not a tiebreaker, unless Jim goes the other way. Right. All right. Mm-hmm. There you have it. Real quick. Let me run back. Let me run it back down real quick, and then we'll hit him with the one, two, three, finish and get the fuck out of here. Okay. All right. So first match pre-show. Both Katie and I have Sheeta and Thunder Rosa. Next match, we both have Andrade and Malachi Black. We both have the Inner Circle. We both have the Super Click. Uh, Katie, the Super Click is spelled uh, Super, and then. K L I Q get it together. Mark, uh, Katie picked Darby Allen. I picked MJF. Katie picked Eddie Kingston. I picked CM Punk. We both picked the Lucha bros. We both picked Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and we both picked Miro and we both picked Adam hangman page or hangman. Adam page. I, f- I always forget his nickname's first nut in the middle. And does the fiend show up for the tiebreaker? We both said yes. So there's literally two matches that could either tie us or, Separate us. Okay. We'll see what happens. Full gear this Saturday night on Bleacher Report and pay-per-view. It's going to be fucking great. It's going to be a wild show. Can't wait to watch. I literally cannot wait to watch full gear. It'll be fun. Mm-hmm. It'll be. All right. Let's end with that one, two, three finish. And let's get out of here. Uh, one, two, three finish. Um, I don't got nothing this week. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> My mind just went blank. Number one on TV at Rampage. Oh, yeah, I was on TV at Rampage. <laughs> number two, I didn't like it. And number three, Jim's faces on Rampage were the best. I don't know. Kevin's faces were pretty good, Jim too. Jim and Kevin. Oh, my God, Kevin's faces. <laughs> Him and his little mask. That was great. Um, my number one, shout out to everybody in the front row, especially at Rampage this past week. You nobody sat down almost the entire show. I think you sat down for maybe a couple matches for dark, but I mean to stay on your feet for four hours and not lose your voice. The crowd remained hot the entire time. It's like AEW had kind of this down period. I feel like the last couple months, and I feel like we're right back getting right back into the swing of things again, and the crowds are getting like hot again. And it all kind of jump started with that rampage. I feel like, and I'm not even trying to say that to sound biased. I really do think it's jump started. It jump started with. Fucking CM Punk and Eddie Kingston. That's where it jump started. It's like, fuck, we're back. And then Budge. Budge. Uh, number two, uh, shout out to Grand Theft Auto. The remaster came out. I'm going to play that immediately when we're done recording this. I started playing a little bit of it last night. Forgot um, how old Grand Theft Auto 3 is, where I tried playing it last night. I'm like, this game sucks. <laughs> like, Good thing there's two other ones. Tried Vice City right after that for about 20 minutes. I'm like, all right, this game's fucking fun. I forgot how much I love Vice City. But Grand Theft Auto 3 was just so brand new. It was great at the time. But playing it now, it's like, oh, my God. This is <laughs> such a bad game now. Um, 
And um, number three, uh, make sure to check out Movie Merge uh, whenever I'm on. I think I'm on the next one. So it should be coming out next week, I think. I think. I don't know the schedule. Sorry, Danny. But Movie Merge, definitely go check it out. I'm on it. We'll be discussing uh, three movies of my choosing. Two of them are two of my all-time favorite movies, if you can figure it out. I'm not going to tell you what movies they are. You just have to tune in and find out. And the third one is one of my all-time favorite comedy movies, if not my all-time favorite comedy movie. So let's go check it out. Go watch it and go figure out what the three movies are. If you want to know, go listen to the show. That's all I got to say. All right. Make sure to follow Offended and all social media platforms at OffendedPod. You can follow us. Uh, you can find us on Apple, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcasts, just by searching Offended. Subscribe, follow, give us a five-star rating. Make sure to go check out anythingbutcredible.com for all your network needs, including Offended, Anything But Credible podcast, Going Off Topic podcast, the Movie Merge podcast, the What's Your Bliss podcast, and the Spacing Out podcast, all at anythingbutcredible.com. And, oh, by the way, there might be a new podcast coming soon to the network. Stay tuned, motherfuckers. I'm excited. Your boy might be the producer. When I say might be, he is the producer. Okay, so yeah, and make sure to go subscribe, follow, give us all a five-star rating and all of those wherever you find your podcasts as well. Um, t-shirt is coming soon. New t-shirt. Um, might not be on Pro Wrestling Tees, so just stay tuned to that also. We don't have to give them a, a cut or anything like that, so just stay tuned. Why are you looking at me like that? Why are you, why are you looking at me like that? I gotta go. Okay, fine. I got things to do. Okay, and real quick, happy birthday, Katie! Oh, thank you. Happy birthday! Fucking thirty-one, man. And guess what? It might not. It might not seem like it on here. I just wanted to tell you, I hate you. I know you do. I fucking know. I know. My some people think I love you so much. I fucking hate you so much. I'm so blessed that you're going out tonight. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> Bye. All right. For KDK, we'll see you guys next week. Check in uh, Face and Heel on Monday, about mostly about Dave Portnoy. Um, but anyway, for KDK, Naked Lady, I'm Tricky. This has been Offended, presented by the Anything But Credible Network. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.